This podcast is powered by Your Call, Australia's leading external whistleblowing service, which is trusted by some of the sector's most progressive and largest providers. Your Call has helped employees and residents safely speak up against wrongdoing at their aged care provider for over 15 years. Visit whistleblowing.com.au to learn more. Your Call is proudly a certified B Corporation. Joining me now is Sam Edmonds, Silver Rainbow National Project Manager. Sam, thanks for joining us. No, thanks for having me, Connor. Uh, Silver Rainbow was formed in 2013. Did that come about because of a realisation that LGBTI needs were not being met in the aged care sector? Yeah, that was part of it. So we had the Productivity Commission investigation into aged care and part of the report that they produced said, you know, LGBTI elders are a group that are not being considered and and having their needs addressed within the aged care system. So they actually sort of were the first group to identify that issue. And rising out of that, we had the Living Longer, Living Better reforms um, under the government and they put some funding towards LGBTI elders and older people. And then from that, uh, we were successful in uh, getting the tender. And so that sort of generated the start of, uh, well, we were just an ageing project then, and then the name sort of Silver Rainbow came on a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And so tell us, um, you know, you're described as national coordination and support uh, for promoting the well-being of LGBTI elders. What does that encompass? What sort of work do you guys do? Uh, so there's probably there's sort of two strands to it, um, and there was something I just sort of left out under the other question too. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, what also happened was there was a large consultation nationally, and we developed the first LGBTI ageing and aged care strategy. So that ran from two thirteen till two seventeen, uh, and we were actually funded to deliver on some of the actions in that. So just to um, pull that together. Mm -hmm. But in terms of Silver Rainbow itself, so we do uh, LGBTI awareness training with aged care providers and the aged care assessment teams, regional assessment services. We do that through our partners in every state and territory. And that's kind of a an introduction to what do you need to do to be inclusive in the care that you deliver. Um, Initially, it was just a, a one sort of there was a an online e-module and then a face-to-face training and we've now expanded that so everyone does the the online module which is like a 101 then do the face-to-face training which gives you more depth about how to work with LGBTI older people and then we're now developing um, five specific modules looking at the needs of each group in much more depth uh, than the general training can do. The other side of Silver Rainbow, uh, which is predominantly my work, is working with government, working with PEAKS, working with other um, organisations, so that whenever a, a policy or legislation or something is changing, that the needs of LGBTI elders and older people are included within those changes. And we look at, you know, what could be the potential impact, what, what are they missing in developing this policy that might impact on older people? How do we ensure that their needs and issues are included and considered within those documents? Um, and that can be as simple as visual cues to indicate there's inclusion right up to, you know, obviously a bit more in-depth in terms of work. And, of course, we um, work closely with our um, partners, which are the other LGBTI organisations across Australia, and um, wherever we can, we like to get out and obviously talk to LGBTI elders and older people, and they certainly had a, a big part to play in the new action plans. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, move, moving to action plans, th- this new action plan was launched recently, the Aged Care Diversity <coughs> 
LGBTI action plan, I think it's called. Um, maybe correct me. Um, and it was launched, and I believe yeah, you guys had some input. So tell us, you know, break down the framework for us. And Yeah, sure. So uh, in 2017, we launched the Aged Care Diversity Framework. So that's like an overarching document. It applies to government aged care providers, peak bodies, and also has consumer actions. And that was sort of very much the sort of high principle, what does inclusion look like at the sort of more high policy level. Um, that also looked at a lot of um, intersectionality that no one sort of, you know, you're not just someone who might be lesbian, you might also be Aboriginal, you might be homeless, you know, there's those intersectionality of needs. Mm -hmm. So that was that document. But we also... Um, realised and we were working, so the National LGBTI Health Alliance was working very closely with the Federation of Ethnic Community Councils of Australia, um, the Australian Association of Gerontology and the National Aboriginal Community Controlled Health Organisation. Um, so we all worked together on, on the diversity framework, but we also sort of said we still need to have specific plans because there's still specific needs and issues that each of those different groups um, need to have met like there's that sort of broader stuff but there's also very specific needs and issues and we need to make sure that that doesn't get lost so from the diversity framework we then moved on to working on the, the various action plans so there's three action plans plus a sort of generic action plan and that was much more um, implementation orientated so these are the actions you can take so we, the Alliance, um, took on the responsibility of consulting nationally to develop the um, supports for LGBTI elders um, action plan and the consumer guidance document. So we held about 19 consultations nationally uh, across the whole of Australia in remote areas where we could um, and also had online surveys and um, <clears throat> encourage people to make submissions and from that we kind of synthesized everything together into sort of the first draft and then there's sort of been about a year of ongoing review and redrafting um, until we've ended up with the document we had launched. Mm -hmm. And it, so uh, is any of this, is it legislated? Are there, you know, are there kind of penalties if providers aren't trying to be inclusive or, you know, what kind of safeguards are there if you like? Um, so there's, under the Aged Care Act, there's um, what they call the special needs groups and LGBTI um, elders and older people are part of those special needs groups. Um, and that is that services need to be inclusive. Mm -hmm. uh, also under the Sex Discrimination Act, which was changed in 2013, um, aged care providers are not allowed to discriminate in the delivery of services to LGBTI people. So they're the two legislative um, safeguards, if you like. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the action plans themselves, they're not legislated. They're guides, suggestions, good practice. Mm -hmm. um, but they also link in very nicely to the new uh, single quality framework or the new aged care standards, which also very clearly state that people need, that providers need to address diversity and meet the needs of, um, you know, diverse characteristics of the people within their care. Mm -hmm. So going forward now, you know, we're at a time where every little bit of the aged care sector is under a microscope. What's the next thing in the, uh, you know, looking after minority groups in aged care? What's the next thing for, for you guys that needs to be done or what are you guys working towards? Um, so there's a little bit of work going on. I, I did forget to mention that the, the four organisations I spoke about uh, also 
were brought together by Minister Wyatt to create a diversity subgroup. So the Aged Care Sector Committee is a government advisory committee and we were um, this other subgroup was created underneath to address diversity specifically and there now includes homelessness representatives. So the work of that subgroup is now looking at monitoring and evaluation of the, the different plans that have been launched. You know, what do we need to... How do we know they've had impact? How do we know there's been change? How do we know services are being inclusive? Um, we also take quite a role in supporting each other across various forums and um, agencies and meetings in terms of, um, you know, always making sure the diversity voice is heard and making sure that there is a diversity voice represented in any kind of group or meeting. Uh, in terms of the alliance, uh, our work sort of continues in... Um, you know, seeing that plan roll out, educating providers in, um, you know, presenting on the plan, on the action plans, making sure everyone's aware of them, because quite often that can happen too. You know, they have a big launch and then people forget they're there. So it's sort of promotion of those plans and um, getting out to conferences and, and getting people to think about the actions and how they can meet those actions and, you know, continually um, pushing that diversity agenda. 